to talk football. It's time to talk Dons. It's North Sound 1's Red Friday. A very good evening. Welcome to Red Friday. Aberdeen are back in home soil tomorrow with a visit of Motherwell with the crucial Betfred Cup quarter-final against Hibs at Easter Road following just three days later. We've got the latest from the Pitodri camp. We'll also look ahead to the rest of the weekend action and we'll have the latest guesses on the predictor as well as the current league table. I'm Dave McDermott. Joining me as ever, Andrew Shiny and Dave Galloway. And Andrew, first of all, last week's game, it was a tale of two halves. Very much so. Uh... A bit passive, I think, was the way the manager described the first half, but much more like Aberdeen's second half. And once again, a controversial refereeing decision robbed Aberdeen of the chance of victory, I would suggest. Yeah, and uh, Derek, in, which we'll hear from later at his press conference, uh, talking quite uh, quite ag- aggressively about uh, things that perhaps should be done. But uh, going back to... Last week's game, Dave, um, the Dons looked when they got the equaliser as though there was only one team was going to win it. Yeah, uh, there was an incredible spell of pressure, wasn't there? Aberdeen really battered St Johnson for a concerted period of that second half. And when they got that equaliser, I was convinced they would go on and get another couple of goals. But bizarrely, after that, St Johnson kind of fought their way back into it but credit to St Johnson you know they're a they're a, they're a good side so a 1-1 draw not the end of the world as some people might uh, say that it is Derek McInnes is confident for one that the Dons will soon string some wins together the perception is that we need to be winning more games and we do there's no getting away for that but there's no way we've not been before but for a couple of seasons where exactly the same stage, um, points mark at a stage um, but once the team settles down, and I think this year we've had to contend with injuries that we've never had before. Um, so once the team settles down, we find our way, and our still players find their way about the club. Um, I, I'm pretty sure we can get um, one in performances. Hopefully, we can get another one on Saturday. And uh, and, I, and I'm confident we we'll, we've got the the, the 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 players certainly players to come back. We've got a squad here that can go and win games. Yeah, and um, Derek, as he said. You know, the, we've had starts like this before, and we've always we've always come good. Absolutely. I mean, we're only five games into the league season. I, I don't really see why people are getting so angsty about uh, the the current form because this eleven that was out on on Saturday wasn't Aberdeen's strongest eleven. We've got so many players out injured that I would suggest probably only Celtic could manage to carry that number of injuries and still be able to put out a performance like Aberdeen did, second half in particular. So there's there's a lot still to, to happen, but it would be nice to get back to winning ways and particularly get this first home win of the season because so far our, our home record is one draw, one defeat, albeit there was, you know, obviously mitigating circumstances in the Kilmarnock game, but it would be nice to get to onto winning ways against a Motherwell side who always create problems for Aberdeen. Although their record at Petordi isn't great, they've only won one of the last seven. Unfortunately, that was the last time they were up here. Indeed, 2-0 if I remember rightly. And uh, Dave, it's consistency of results is required, but also the manager being able to consistent, consistently pick the same team, which he hasn't been able to do so far this season. Yeah, absolutely. You're absolutely, you know, bang on the money with with, with that one, Dave. Um, We've been speaking to keeper Joe Lewis about, you know, the sort of season so far. He he admits there's certainly room for improvement, but he's not getting carried away. It's early on. Um, Obviously, you want to be 
winning games, you want to win all your games. But I think it's one one defeat with uh, was the one that we uh, went down to ten men very early on in the game. Um, so there's certainly nothing to panic about yet. There's uh, a long way to go and, and a lot of points to play for. Obviously, you don't want to be playing catch up too much, but there's certainly no panic anymore. We'll look to to get three points on Saturday, like I say, against a, a difficult Motherwell team. Motherwell doubts about their, their keeper, Andrew, after his injury last week against Hearts. But uh, they've not had a, a great start to the season either. They haven't. They're currently sitting two points behind Aberdeen in the table. And, uh, you know, it, it's not been the type of start that Steve Robinson would want. You know what you're going to get from Motherwell. Uh, I think perhaps... They don't have the out-and-out goal scorer that had in Louis Moult last season. Curtis Main is still the battering ram type centre forward. Uh, Danny Johnson has come into their, their side. He top, he's their top scorer with four goals. But they're like Aberdeen. They haven't been firing in all cylinders yet. So if we get both sides playing at their best tomorrow, it'll be a cracking game of football. But I think Aberdeen have the edge in terms of ability in their squad. Yeah, and Dave, uh, Mother, will they always make it difficult? They were certainly our nemesis as far as cup games last season. Oh, and, yes. Uh, Don't and as me. Andrew mentioned, they, they also uh, won at Pitodri in the league. So uh, we we score to settle. Absolutely. You know, Motherwell, we know that they won't stand back and admire Aberdeen. They won't come and play pretty football. They play to their strengths. They've got the battering ram up front. Like you say, they will get right in about Aberdeen from the get-go. That is the way that they do things. That is how they have been so effective. Derek McInnes, for one, he says, Motherwell, it'll be a tough game against a tough opponent. I think any time we've stood up, um, and uh, to to their approach and stood up um, to not make mistakes against them and been fully concentrated, then we've managed to beat them. When we haven't quite managed to do that and allowed ourselves to, to make unnecessary errors and, and um, be rattled and make mistakes, then they haven't only beat us. So I think it's important that we uh, are strong physically. I think it's important that we... Um, defend well as a team and work very hard and uh, because Mother were a very hard working side that ask questions of you we're going to have to be at least that again and more and hopefully as I say we can be good enough in that final third The injury situation I must admit uh, and you add in the suspensions as well that uh, I can't remember having so many players unavailable at this stage of the season in particular? No, uh, th- that is the, the surprising thing that it's so early in the season. Yes, you can, you know, come December, January kind of time, you often get uh, a lot of injuries round about then because of the, the weather conditions that you're playing and etc, etc and the fact that it's a, a busy spell in the season but um, it's been unusual and I think it's a case of weather the storm and once you get everybody back, if you can get onto a winning run, we've seen so often from Aberdeen once they get a bit of winning momentum, they can manage to keep that going. They're not the sort of side that will win one game and then draw a couple uh, and you know, and not really have a consistent run. They're the type of team that will go and win eight or nine games in the spin. I'm not suggesting that that's going to happen. Uh, I'd love to see it. Um, and you never know. It might happen once we get people back. But it's been an unusual uh, occurrence, This, the, the, as you say, the sheer volume of injuries. The only positive, Dave, I suppose, is the the fact that the likes of young David Ngana got a, a place on the bench last week, didn't come on, but it has given some of the young players, but it does show just how stretched Aberdeen have been. 
Yeah, absolutely, Dave. And, you know, the manager says right now he, he doesn't have his selection problems to seek. Still have long-term, obviously, Hoban, Reynolds and Tansy. Young Frank Ross is missing for the game. Scott Wright and young Lewis Ferguson won't make the game either. Um, young Lewis has seen the specials through the week and, uh, as expected, nothing too sinister going on with the knee. Um, just need to settle the knee down. Hopefully he'll be available sometime soon um, with the games coming up, but certainly not for the weekend. Um, available from last week will be James Wilson and Mikey Devlin through, uh, from suspension. So um, great to have at least a couple of bodies back in amongst it. It's a big uh, week coming up. Um, we've, we're away to Celtic next weekend, uh, Andrew. So and we've got the cup quarter final, which is a huge game for, for everybody at the club and a huge game for Hibs as well of course uh, but tomorrow it, it is important that, that we start getting turning draws into wins Yeah, I mean you, you look at our results so far this season 1-1 seems to be the, the default scoreline for Aberdeen and uh, you're right we, we need to start winning games and as I've said once we get onto a winning run we can manage to maintain that that type of form. So important that we get the three points tomorrow. It would be a, a real lift to everyone going into what will be a very tough League Cup quarter-final at Easter Road on Tuesday and then the toughest league assignment that you can get. But it's a sort of run of games that seems to lift so many of the boys at, at Pataudry and would love to see that. Hearts have made a great start to, to the season, Dave, but we don't want them to get too far ahead of us. No, absolutely. I take my hat off to the job that uh, Craig Levine has done in, you know, pretty much gutting the the Hart squad. And, you know, they've got off to an absolute flyer. But, you know, they're still within uh, pouncing distance. Aberdeen are still within pouncing distance. And Joe Lewis, he's confident Aberdeen will soon start to climb the table. Last season, it was stronger than the season before. This season, it feels stronger than... Than last season, so uh, we need to improve on last season. We need to improve on this season as well and pick up some more points. Uh, it's very early. You don't want to go behind too early and play catch up for the rest of the season. But you know, there's certainly no panicking yet. You know, we've lost one game. We're sort of very calm, confident, uh, and looking forward to to a big week. Red Friday with ESWL. Streamline your business procurement by making them an approved vendor. It's North Sound 1's Red Friday. You're listening to North Sound 1's Red Friday. The Dons are at home tomorrow against Motherwell and Dave Galloway. We're delighted that uh, James Wilson seems to have recovered from his injuries. Yeah, absolutely fantastic. The on-loan man, you striker, he's had uh, such a lean time of it since he came to the club. But the manager says James Wilson finally is raring to go. Every signing you make, you wanted to try and make that impact. I think certainly for James, uh, on the back of his injuries and a couple of disappointing loans, you know, it's important for him to go off to a good start. Now, it's not really been that for us in terms of not being available, but I think it's important that, well, we show that importance towards him and he'll probably feel that. It's, you know, he's not had a lot of games in recent months, um, so there's got to be an understanding about um, what's expected, but... The reason we signed him is because he has a calibre of player that we think can help us um, meet the demands. And just delighted to have him back available, you know, and I think that um, uh, we uh, don't want to put too much pressure on him. Um, but hopefully he can be part of a very strong team performance. Yeah, James Wilson and the other one, of course, is um, who, uh, who was our uh, 
guest commentator last week, uh, Mikey Devlin, uh, back, and uh, he'll be well. He's missed basically two games, hasn't he, Andrew? He has. I mean. Uh, I'm sure when he writes his memoirs in years to come he won't be writing very much about that Kilmarnock game because he was only on the pitch for four minutes uh, sat beside us uh, and gave his expert opinion at uh, McDermott Park last week but delighted to see him back partnering Scott McKenna because uh, you know it's important that you've got a good core in your side and if you've got Joe Lewis and then McKenna and Devlin in front of that Graham Shinney ahead of them we're still looking for the, the the real core player to be up front so far. Stevie May hasn't quite managed to fulfil that role. It could be James Wilson tomorrow, but uh, defensively important that we've got Devlin and McKenna back together again. Yeah, because uh, Dave, we haven't seen the, the McKenna-Devlin partnership uh, finish a 90 minutes domestically this season. No, absolutely. But uh, when they are together, what little we've seen of them, they have looked uh, very, very good. And uh, Big Joe Lewis, he's really looking forward to having Devlin and McKenna once again in front of him. Two great players, yeah. Yeah, it'd be nice to see him back and, and fit and, and, and not suspended. It's just a good option for the gaffer as well. You know, the more more players he's got available, the more quality he's got uh, available, the better for, for everyone. It creates good competition and for places so um, yeah if, if they're back in and selected then it's, you know, it's uh, definitely great to be able to build a, a solid partnership and if they can stay there for the whole season it'd be great Let's hear from the Motherwell camp now here's manager Stephen Robertson It'd be a tough game it always is um, you know Aberdeen where they finished the last three years tells you that they're a very good squad very good side um, but we've got up there with a, a degree of confidence you know we've you know, we've, we've had a decent run, we've had decent performances. We lost last week and there's nothing in the game at all. You know, it's an individual error that's that's cost us a game. So we got up with the same performance. It's away from home, so we have to be solid. Um, and I will make some changes and, and freshen things up. Robinson. Didn't quite get that right there, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> Knew who you were talking about. Yes. Bef- before we uh, go to the predictor, Andrew, the, the, the manager had his say about, uh, we've heard lots about VAR, and uh, he had his say as well yesterday, and he, he's, we've been the club has been fairly vociferous. Yeah, I think um, unfortunately there's been an awful lot more attention being paid to referees. See, Steve Clark was saying that sixty percent of their games have been decided by refereeing decisions, which is I agree with Steve Clark. It's far too much. Uh, it should be what the, the players do, not what the referees do. And anything that's going to help the referees has got to be welcomed and I think Neil Doncaster's rather negative attitude towards VAR doesn't reflect the feeling that there is within the Scottish game Yeah and I think Dave that feeling as, as Andrew's alluded to there is also the officials every, you know the fans they just want anything that can help making travesties of justice not happen couldn't agree more, Dave. And, and the manager, we're about to hear his thoughts on this. You know, Derek McKenna certainly does not hold back at all in, in the clip we're about to hear. He's really accusing the SPL chiefs of lacking ambition. Don't be one of the countries that's sitting back. Let's see what that country does and let's see what that country does and see how it progresses there. Why not be one of the countries that are trying to do it? Because what will happen is we'll get left behind. I think it is important that we try and find a way and not just say, oh, we can't do it because it costs too much money. Uh, that, for me, is um, an easy get-out, and I think we should be far more um, ambitious, far more professional, and try to find ways of doing it. And it might not need to be at the same level and the same cost as what it seemed to cost in the World Cup. Um, there might be some way of 
at least getting between where we are now, the current situation, and a World Cup situation where the cost might be less. And I'm sure if people want it hard enough and want it enough, then we can find ways to do it. Before we go to the predictor, your one to watch tomorrow, Dave? Um, I want to watch Mikey Devlin. Really good to see him return. Of course, a strong centre-back partnership with Scott McKenna. And he can handle the physical stuff too. For me, Graham Shinney, once again, I'm going to throw stats at you because it's his 150th first-team appearance for (laughs) Aberdeen, so I'm sure he'll want to celebrate by scoring his 10th goal. We uh, question for you both. How many bookings do you reckon Graham's had in the previous 149 games? Dave? Mark? Uh, I would say 20-odd, late high 20s. Dave G? Uh, Maybe slightly more than that, 32. 44. Oh, dear. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Never a shrinking violet, our oh, captain. Absolutely. Nope. And uh, all the better for it as well. Right, time for the predictor. Uh, last week, the scores um, uh, will go in reverse order. Dave G, you're at the bottom with 20 hey. points, having scored two last week. Uh, Matt Finlay got five for the Red Army, so they're up to 22. I only get two. I'm in 26. And Andrew, and we haven't heard. You know, we wouldn't have known if we hadn't read it here because he's never mentioned it. No. He's, uh, he got four to go, <laughs> one ahead on 27. So Cream always rises. We've all we've also got uh, <laughs> another of my Pittori colleagues, Scott Gormal, uh, representing the Red Army this week. So we'll get Scott's predictions and we'll also get the kid in the kit room as well, his prediction on the uh, Aberdeen Motherwell game. But first of all, let's, uh, Dave, go to you for Dundee against Hibs tomorrow afternoon. Well, a huge game uh, for Dundee, isn't it? Um, I was actually talking earlier today to, to boss Neil McCann. He he doesn't care what folk outside of the club think about him. And he says he doesn't believe tomorrow is make or break for him. Well, I reckon we'll find out as I'm going to go for 3-1 Hibs. Andrew? I think it could be the last fling or throw of the dice for Neil McCann. 2-0 Hibs. I've gone for 3-1 Hibs, uh, uh, Andrew Hamilton, St Mirren. Can't separate these two. Uh, St Mirren buoyed up by a new manager and a point at home to uh, Celtic last week, but they'll find it difficult at Hamilton. 1 1 draw for me. Dave? Uh, well, of course, second bottom versus third bottom. Um, I thought last week against Celtic, Saints looked very well organised, and like Andrew has alluded to, they will certainly take heart from that. I think St Mirren will sneak it 1 0. Okay, I've gone for 1-1. Staying with you, Dave, for Hearts at home to Livingston. Livy doing very well right now, uh, sitting third, but Hearts have been terrific, leading the table by five points with a 100% record. I'm going to go for 3-0 Hearts. Andrew? I think Livingston will make it a wee bit tighter, but they'll still go down 2-0. I've gone 2-0 as well. Sunday lunchtime, the televised game, Kilmarnock against Celtic, Andrew. Um, Good looking fixture, this one. Again, I'm going to sit in the fence and I'm going to go for a 1-1 draw. Dave? Yeah, that's exactly what I've got. Uh, patchy results so far for Killy, but at Rugby Park, they are very tough to beat. I'm, I'm, go- I'm going for 1-1. One, one. I've gone 3-1 Celtic, and at 3pm on Sunday, Dave, Rangers, St. Johnston. Been impressed with Saints so far this season. They'll go to Ibrox without fear, and, and obviously hoping that their hosts are weary after their European exertions. Another 1-1 one, one for me. True. I'd love to echo Dave's thoughts, but I do think that Rangers at home will be too strong for St Johnson. 2-0 to Rangers. 2-1 Rangers for me. And finally, the big one tomorrow afternoon, Andrew Aberdeen against Motherwell. Tight one, but I'm taking the Dons to edge it 2-1. Dave? 
as we've already uh, discussed, you know what you're going to get from Motherwell. Very hardworking, physical, so Aberdeen will need to match them in that department. If they can do that, a narrow home win for me, 1-0. I've gone for Aberdeen 3, Motherwell 0. So let's get the Red Army views this week from Scott Gormall. Right, Scott, we'll start off with the 3 o'clock games tomorrow. Dundee Hibs. Hibs, 1-0. Hamilton, St Mirren. 1 each. Hearts against Livingston. 2-1, home one. Sunday lunchtime, we've got Kilmarnock against Celtic on the telly. Tough one there for, for Celtic. Uh, one each. Rangers St Johnson, that's three o'clock on Sunday. Rangers just to edge it, one nil. And finally the big one here at Pataudry, Aberdeen against Motherwell. Aberdeen back to winning ways, 2-1. Let's get the kid in the kit rooms. Prediction for Aberdeen Motherwell. It's Aberdeen versus Motherwell and it's a home game and I get to go. I'm thinking tomorrow maybe a 1-1 draw. Never right. Say <laughs> uh, Peter Head there home to Berwick Rangers and very, very briefly, Andrew, in the Scottish Cup tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow, Brora Rangers against Turriff United and Rothes Clark are the two Highland League clubs, uh, Highland League uh, matches. Tonight at 8 o'clock in Varuri Locos against Fraser Burrett. Best of luck to everybody from the Highlands playing the Scottish Cup tomorrow. That's your lot for another week on Red Friday. Aberdeen against Motherwell, 3 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. Have a great weekend. See you next week. Bye bye. It's North Sound 1's Red Friday. Red Friday with ESWL. Streamline your business procurement by making them an approved vendor.